You're tuning in to the Copacetic Hour. This is the Copacetic Hour. Why don't you just chill? Why don't you just chill? Why don't you just chill? Yes, this is the copacetic hour. Copacetic is a term meaning everything is fine, cool, and in excellent order. This podcast is the area for open discussion, but not for the weak-hearted nor the simple-minded. And although we may not always agree, we will always exemplify respect. But at the same time, nobody, and I do mean nobody, is exempt from getting these jokes. Everything is copacetic. Yes, it's the Copacetic Hour. How's everybody doing today? Good. What's the deal? What's the deal? That's what's up. That's what's up. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. I'm Gentasia, also known as Red, back with another video. <laughs> Facts. And I'm Sonetta, also known as Nutta G. Um, okay. Shout out to E for inviting me, representing Kalamazoo on this thing, all these bottle creakers on here. But uh, <laughs> nice to be here. <laughs> I'm Shadana or Don Juan. I'm actually from Ypsilanti. Okay. Nothing wrong with Battle Creek. Nothing wrong with Battle Creek, but I'm from the Creek. And I'm DQ, the only dude this week, man. So please, please take it easy on me. Facts. We're going to jump into some, some heavy stuff. We're going to jump into some topics that we need to talk about in the black community. But first, you know what I'm saying? I want to talk about. You know, Chadwick, Chadwick Bozeman that passed away um, this week. I uh, just want to give like a quick moment of silence for the Chadwick Bozeman. All right. Now, what's y'all thoughts on, man, that shit hit me like in my chest, nigga. Like I was watching a comedy show at the time mm-hmm. and then I paid for it to watch online and the shit just... My, somebody texted me. Somebody texted me like, "Hey, Chadwick Boseman just died, bro," and I was like, "Fuck!" You know what I'm saying? I was like, "Nah, that must be some internet shit." You know what I'm saying? And then fucking TMZ put the shit out, and I was like, "Damn, that shit!" My chest just start hurting and shit. Like, nigga, you don't know like what's coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it don't matter how much money you got, how famous you are how good of a person you are, you know what I'm saying? Like, when it's your time, it's your time. Shit is crazy. What are y'all thoughts on Chadwick Boseman, the illustrious actor? Well, I was in Jersey when I heard about it. and um, Like you, I didn't believe it was true. And I don't know, just for him to be so young and the way he got taken away from this earth, it was just shocking. And like you said, you can have any amount of money, but when it's your time, it's your time. Um, that doesn't stop you from getting sick. Like, it's just crazy. But rest in peace to him. Facts. Yes. I feel like he was definitely served his purpose. It's unfortunate that he did pass away so young. And when I was reading up on it, it says that colon cancer is really treatable, yeah. manageable. So I started to think, okay, like, was he too deep into the role where he wasn't really paying attention to his health or what was going on? And then I never seen that live video that he um, did when he was looking real skinny. Yeah. But when I 
looked at when I looked back at it and then I looked at people coming, they was real group. And God, God take the good and they die young. And when you don't appreciate good people, they are taken away from you. So that's why I was like, okay, so it's a lot of different things. Could this have been prevented? Did he, was he serving a purpose with his movie to bring us attention to something else? There's definitely a message behind it. What we still need to figure out. Right. When he found out he had it, he had caught it so late was what the issue was. He caught it like during the, the, uh, the third, uh, the third level of it. You know what I'm saying? So when he caught it, it was like, oh, you know, he was having surgeries and everything, but it was just, I guess it was just too much. When I found out about it, I was literally um, with my nieces and my nephew. My nephew was eight years old, and Black Panther, that's all you know, you know, as far as a Black superhero. Right. Hmm. literally making pieces, and I'm sitting at the kitchen table, and I'm just scrolling on Twitter, and I'm just like, oh, wow. I'm like, is this for real? Right. And I hop on, like, you know, Google, you know, Google, I ain't gonna lie. So I'm just like, oh, wow, like, this is for real. Like, Wow. And it's just shocking. Like, you know, we didn't grow up with black superheroes. You know what I mean? Right. I think what we had, I remember watching um like the famous Jet Jackson and stuff like that. Like Static um, Shock is the only person I could think it of. It was a, another family spot up up on the way on Disney and stuff like that. But yeah. like he literally he brought he brought effect to our culture. Facts. Um, as far as right. even just the humanitarian he was, as far as how he moved as a as a person. Yep. Um, you were not gonna get another him. He was the, he mm. was our Denzel of our generation. You know what I mean? Oh. That's a good point. I think, yeah, I found out. I think I was scrolling on Twitter as well. Um, and I, it's crazy because I went to I went to the shade room to confirm it. That's crazy that uh, the shade room was. <laughs> that's my news outlet. Yeah, but yeah, when I start on there, man, that, that shit tripped me out. Um, but then again, I, the first thing I thought about is like, man, like he kept that under wraps for so long. Yeah, they say he was diagnosed. I think 2016. But I think the bigger picture that I took from it is like. He didn't let that define him at all. And it's like he still went out to do everything that he wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? He wanted to accomplish so much. Right. And just to know that he, he he still was able to do that, still was able to go out there to create and give people what they wanted without, you know, so without a sign of anything. So I think that's a that's a big thing, man, because we complain about so much small shit in our life. Right. You know what I'm saying? And this man had <laughs> had cancer. You know what I'm saying? He had cancer. He still went out there every day, woke up, and he did his thing. So. Right. Right. He, he, did, that, man. he did four movies, you know what I'm saying, at the time being diagnosed, including Black Panther. And it wasn't like no love shit. Like, no, nigga, like, he was playing Black Panther, 21 Bridges. Like, this nigga was out yeah. here running Jumping right. on shit, you know what I'm saying? That like crazy. He was really like out here doing shit and to think, you know and what I'm all saying? All those fighting scenes, bro, and Black Panther, that was him doing that shit, bro. Right, you know what I'm saying? To think like he was going through all of that at the mm-hmm. time. You know what I'm saying? Shit is he's a remarkable person. Just you know what I'm saying? He's a yeah. remarkable it person. Man, right? The one thing that I saw that that kind of fit to how I was feeling. It was like he was Aaron Foster's a ex football player. You know what I'm saying? He said that you know Chadwick was a person who was like a pivotal. He had a pivotal moment in our culture and actually started the shift in our culture. You know what I'm saying? He breathed life into black people. You know, caring about themselves. When Black Panther came out, everybody was fucking. Black this, black that, Africa this, Africa that, king, queen, you know what I'm saying, throwing it up, you know, like, 
it was everywhere. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It was like he he brought self-love to our community. And I don't even think like that's something that could ever be like measured. Cause you know what I'm saying? As a culture, we've been through so much, you know what I'm saying? For him to be a part of that is is divinely in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like catches Howard speech. Yeah. 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 I caught that. I loved his Howard speech. Yeah. Like, man. It was everything. Like he spoke on his situation basically. Yep. He did. He did. In so many words. He did. Yeah. Yep. It was like it was a it was a hidden message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a hidden message. That was a definite like jewel that we could have for forever. Like I was like, wow, like they didn't even know what they was listening to. Facts. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it. I never heard it. It's really oh, it good. deep. It's deep. Was, super deep. Yeah. Want to get up and find yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. I'm with it. Especially like he had another speech. He was like some interviewer was interviewing. He was like, Yeah, I bet you're tired doing all these movies. He was like, You have no idea. How tired I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'll live to tell about it. And then the fact that he don't live, like, that shit just, it cut deep, bro. I believe he's not living in a physical sense, but how many people he touched and how much of a legacy he created, he has lived to tell about it. His story is now out. He has a legacy of family and close friends that right. can attest to his character. So, Facts. I mean, spiritually, he's living to tell Facts. his journey. And so even though he didn't, physically successfully win that journey or that battle but right he won in other ways in my opinion he won he still won like you said because of those reasons definitely like mm-hmm. and he did not just black panther even though black panther is probably the most pivotal thing he did he played jackie robinson like yeah. james brown you know what i'm saying like he had pivotal things you said what Catch Five Bloods on Netflix. I watched Five Blood. I just mm-hmm. watched that yesterday. Even key. his role in that was pivotal. Like yeah. it was like, man, yeah. he he had his final moments in that. Like he didn't have a whole through, all the way through, you know. But he was important. Yep. Like, man, you know I gotta apologize to him. No, uh, I was really upset when he did Third Grade Marshall because he wasn't light skinned enough. But <laughs> okay. he played the fuck off that role. But yeah, Third Grade Marshall, was- like. He but played he heroes. Game. You know what I'm saying? He played our heroes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to him. RP to that man. You know what I'm saying? You will truly be missed. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they should replace him and Black Panther, even though I'm assuming that they will have to because the, the scripts are already written out. You know what I'm saying? The comic books have been around since the 60s. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I heard they're already recording. Yeah, yeah, they were recording. They, yeah, yeah, they yeah they was recording with him. Yeah, because it was supposed to release next year. I, I mean, honestly, I feel like they, I feel like they have to, and I don't feel like it'd be no type of disrespect to to his legacy or anything yeah. at all. But if we, you touched on it earlier about how powerful that movie was just for our culture. Yeah, and to stop something like that, I feel like we need that moment right there. That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? I just, That's definitely I, a good I think point. they got to just figure out how they can spin it where they can still honor him in the movie some way. Yeah. But I just feel like we gotta continue that man because just seeing how many how many little black kids was holding up they little um Black Panther toys and all mm-hmm. that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. that, that, that meant a lot. You know what Facts. I'm saying? And I feel like we shouldn't cut that short because of that. And I and honestly I don't even know if he would even want something like that, knowing right. how powerful it was. Facts. That's Isn't Sherry point. supposed to become the next Black Panther? Eventually, she does. She doesn't become mm-hmm. the Black Panther, but she 
like eats the fruit to save the day in the comic books. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It would be nice if they picked up on that, maybe. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. That would can, be nice. They can they can try to divvy it up somewhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Somewhere down the line. They can try to divvy it up somewhere. I seen a photo of her with uh I think the Black Panther's glove or something, and it said my brother's keeper on the photo. Oh wow. And it looked at like a professional like movie photo. I said maybe they are gonna do something like that. Damn. You never know. Yeah, that'll be dope. That'd definitely be dope. Be dope for the culture. Facts. I had this thing about Amari Chadwick, about this nigga, like, propping himself up to, you know, talk about his death. But I kind of don't even want to talk about it because Amari Chadwick is just a weird-ass nigga sometimes to me. He you got know to make, like, he's so weird. Like, power ain't on right now. So. <laughs> he is so irrelevant. Like, and the thing, I don't not like him. He just do bullshit. Yeah. It's been too many times, and it's been like this. It's just like just just chill, enjoy your enjoy your space that you're sitting in. Facts. Just enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like there would have there could have been a better way to say that if he meant good, if he yeah. had good intentions. But it was very narcissistic, self centered. Definitely. You mad because Ghost dead? Like chill out. You know, and like, it was just weird as fuck. Like you whispering to a nigga in, in his ear on your way to get a reward. What? What are you doing? He told me no. He told me no. Uh, this this is yours. Like, what? He sounded like a drunk uncle trying to retell a story. Yeah, no. that shit was weird. It was weird. Yeah, that that nigga definitely sounded bitter. He he took that moment to make that shit all about him, man. So yeah. I can't fuck with Doc. I, I quit fuck with that nigga. How they dragged the last season of Power. So I haven't finished Power yeah, yet. He, so. he, you said you ain't finished probably? I haven't finished it. I got to watch the last I'm six wrong. episodes. I don't. Yeah, no. don't. <laughs> it was just weird and awkward. And then, did y'all see the comment he said to one of the girls? Like, your comment is as cancerous. I was like, ah, oh, that yeah. just took the cake. When he well, said that, that I was He like, was so out of line. Yeah, How was. dare you take a spin on this? Like, what? What? Yeah. That's crazy. That was some weird. Comment is cancerous. He need to be canceled. What? Yeah, he was tripping with that. At first, I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt with the competitive shit because you know, saying he's a D one football player, he played football for Georgia. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, maybe he just competitive. No, I know niggas like that. But Mm -hmm. then when he made the cancerous shit, I was like, nah, bro, you just you went too far, bro. You, you, you do you, you do shit like that if, if he's still alive though you know what I'm saying yeah. you know shit like that a, a day after this man died yeah, you know that, what I'm saying that's crazy that shit was yeah, fucked up there's no, there's no excuse for it he was on the fence as if they had some petty beef almost uh, this yeah. is like my farewell my farewell statement to you bro right. like yeah, huh? and I just really hate when people come up with these the, telling these private moments that you had with somebody when somebody died. Let that be between y'all, okay? Let yeah. it be between y'all that you whispered in his ear like a yin yang twin. Don't let it get fucked. Thanks. You ain't have to tell us that shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now funny. I can't stop singing it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Omari. Yeah, I mean, not shout out to Omari. Fuck Omari. But shout out to Chadwick Boseman. You know what I'm saying? May you rest in peace. Lifestyles is a men's and women's clothing store that carries exclusive quality labels. Their mission is to bridge the gap between mainstream fashions and luxury brands. 
They're the go-to place for the latest fashions and trends. You can shop with them online at lifestylesapparel.com. That's L-I-F-E-S-T-Y-L-E-Z apparel.com. And follow them online at Lifestyles Apparel on all social media outlets. While you're at it, visit them at their brand new Memphis location. Back to the podcast, moving into our next topic. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a deep one today, folks. All right, so Meg came out. She said, she finally told the story pretty much of what happened. You know what I'm saying? Not the, all the intricate details, but the main shit that we wanted to know, like what happened? Did he shoot you? Blah, blah, blah. She comes out. She says that uh, Tori shot her. And she then she starts to receive like all this backlash. Oh, you a snitch. Oh, you bigger than her. I mean, you bigger than him. You probably was beating his ass. All this shit. And my question is, is that what is the divide in our interactions between black men and black women? And do y'all feel as black women that black men are not protecting black women? I want to start off by saying I'm not grouping all black men in the same category because I do belong to a community of brothers that will protect me and will protect the women behind around them, even if they don't know them personally. I know men like that exist. However, and I have a boyfriend that does that. However, it seems like on a grander scale, whenever a black woman comes out and says something, it's like they have to question the assault that happened to her or the trauma that happened to her, or there's always a tone that she deserved it in a sense. And I feel like sometimes that comes from like a a cultural and maybe even historical for the last couple of decades divide that black men and black women have. And I just, I, I don't think it's cool because whenever someone assaulted in that way, like at least hear her out first, but it's literally, as soon as those headlines started coming out, people, even black women, which really messed me up, but we're not talking about it. Black men were saying, what did she do to deserve this? Right. And nobody deserves to get shot in the foot by a grown ass man. Facts. Yeah. So when she came out with her statement saying that and even within her getting shot, she was trying to protect that nigga because she knows how police perceive black men. Right. People still not giving her her fucking props and saying sorry to her. Like y'all disrespecting her loud as shit. And I need the apology that's that, that that's that loud. Period. I agree. My biggest problem with it, like, it's really a piggyback off of what she said. Like, I know men who will stand up. I know men, like, I've been in, you know, certain instances, you know, at the bar or something like that. A female was disrespected and a a guy, you know, was around did do something. I've been in certain instances where a black female was disrespected and dudes was around and didn't do nothing. And I had to step up. So Mm -hmm. I've, I've seen both sides of it. Men can be very cowardly when it comes to when their image is on display, when 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 money is involved. You know, a lot of people ain't speaking up because of that. You know what I mean? Because if I say something and so-and-so might get this and they friends with this and this network, blah, blah, blah. 
I get that, but when does morals and principles come into order? Mm-hmm. As a black woman, a lot of times I don't feel safe. Mm-hmm. I carry myself a certain way to where I always got my own back, but it do feel good to know I'm protected by my fellow my fellow brothers because it has been instances where I have stood up for my fellow brothers. Mm-hmm. In Meg's case, like when I actually thoroughly sat down and watched her explain everything, she was solid as hell through that. Solid oh. as fuck. She like and that and black women, that's that's one of our biggest things. We solid to the fuck. And then a lot of times black men, y'all fold on us. Mm-hmm. And it I can get deep to this. This goes to the household. Y'all fold. And yeah. I don't know why. I'm not, you know, married to nobody. I'm not nobody's mom. But it, it just doesn't make sense. You have black women, they on the forefront. You know what I mean? Their positions, they 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 move, they do stuff for black men. But black black men, y'all criticize us. Y'all put us down. Y'all don't uphold us. Y'all don't protect us. Some BS happened in. Y'all didn't say, "Oh, Tori, let's hold you accountable." This is this this is messed up, brother. Let's get you together. Which that was very well possible. They could have got got together the right way, but it's mm-hmm. kind of being sucked under the rug because we it's it's we ain't nobody even talking about it for real. Why is it so quiet? This woman was shot. She trying to play it off like, oh, glass. I don't know what happened. I'm distraught. Trying to, for him. Mm-hmm. It's bigger than that. Like, that is just was sad that it had to come to that. That she really had to, like, you know, I got to tell the truth. Y'all not about to make me out to be the clown. And I feel her. Facts. And there's some people that still ain't riding with her. So it's, it's just, it's, it's unfortunate because accountability, it just needs to happen. Just all the way around. And the industry is the example. So that got some platform. What about you, Gentasia? You got a you have a son who is not of age, but in a couple years, you know, he's gonna be fucking. You know what I'm saying? My nigga, <laughs> my nigga gonna be out here. You know what I'm saying? He, gonna be, he got swag. You know what I'm saying? He gonna be out here. He gonna have to have them talks. Yeah, putting them up, putting putting them up in him. You know what I'm saying? But he's already though. My son is a sweetheart though. So, how do you feel raising a black man with everything going on? How what are you trying to instill in him so he is when he has to be? Because I feel like. Although I do agree that, you know what I'm saying, if we see something, we need to do something. But in some situations, because of the way our community is, you don't want to put yourself in unnecessary danger if you don't have to. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's different if you know somebody, you know what I'm saying? Or if the shit is just just too far, you know what I'm saying? My son, I, I, I'm, I'm afraid. My worst fear is losing my son or something happening to my son. So I try to be very cautious on these days. You got to be very cautious on what you say, because it can go either or I can tell him to stand up for a woman, even though like he's not in a situation. If he sees something happen and stand up. But what if they kill my son? Because he knows it in somebody else's business. Like that's a fear that I have. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to stand up, but at the same time, you have to protect yourself at all costs. Now, with Tory Lanez, he had no reason to shoot that girl. Facts. Period. No reason. There was no reason for you to escalate that situation to where you have to shoot somebody. And for her not to, for her and her trauma not to be acknowledged is 
terrible. Like I wouldn't even want to do music no more. Like that's just how I would feel because if these the same people that's supposed to be supporting me, that's supposed to love me, and y'all doing me like this, what am I doing it for? You you do music for the fans, and them them same people that turn their back on you. So uh, you the you you the one looking crazy. Right. That don't make no sense to me. Don't make no sense to me. I ain't even got no comment because let a nigga shoot me. Ain't no glass about it. Nine one one, he shot me, and I'm gonna shoot him back. What is wrong with that? What? (laughs) No, he gotta go to jail right motherfucking now. There's nine one one. I'm calling my uncle. No, I'm calling the police. What? She was she was solid for that though. Like I didn't even expect the story to turn like that. I I didn't expect that. Yeah. That was something else. I, that was... So for her to have the wherewithal to think like, oh my God, if I call the police, that can end up in him getting shot, me getting shot, my homegirl, just because of everything going on, our interactions with police now. For her to even have that that thought process in, in a moment like that, being shot, you know what I'm saying? Like That's a testament to how much black women protect black boys, black men. Like yeah. We have a bunch of nephews and brothers and cousins and we look out for them we nurture them we we protect them in any way that we can as mm-hmm. women like it's not always fighting somebody for you but it's like making sure you know not to go here when you're supposed to checking the bitch that checked you um just make sure you're good nurturing you loving you that's what we mm-hmm. do facts that's what mm-hmm. we do for her to even have that thought process is like she was still protecting him even though he didn't protect her Mm-hmm. That doesn't right. make you don't even owe that nigga that type of loyalty. None. Right. Right. But all. that's trauma in our community. That trauma gotta go sometimes because we can't keep pouring into motherfuckers that ain't gonna pour back into it. That nigga was not worthy of being protected. I know that we're conditioned to protect our black brothers, but it gotta be reciprocal sometimes. Yeah, like Meg, you didn't owe him no loyalty. Mm-hmm. And granted, it might be deeper than what we know. Probably. Yeah. You know, we we don't know. Yeah, it, it's just a fact of like he keep pointing mm-hmm. out just the fact of that her mindset went directly to protection. Like that's mm-hmm. in us. Yeah, that's conditioned. You yeah. know what I mean? That that's a con- that that's like dang. Like yeah. I don't want to see my yeah. brother go down, so let me act like this. That's it. Yeah. And it starts early. Like go make your uncle play, make your brothers play. Woo! Help me cook so your brothers can eat while they in the back playing a video game and not having to worry about the real world. That's no how early it starts. No accountability. Huh? That part. Damn, that shit deep. I wasn't even thinking about all that. We can go in. It goes to the household. Man, your granny started this. Damn, and little girls. We play with realistic toys as kids. Like, and boys, they typically play with like action figures and building things like that. And that's cool too. Imagination is cool, but girls, children, we're already immersed in the real world very early. So we think about a lot of real shit. We're taught to take care in a of different it. way. In a different way, baby in dog, different. take care of it. We're taught to take care from day one. Yep. Here's this: take care of it, treat it nice, nurture it. Mm-hmm. That's part of being a woman. Mm-hmm. A women, they fight that tendency. It's the part where they said, "Don't tell on the nigga that shot you." Though I'm sorry, I, <laughs> I didn't that get that like, God damn it. Yeah, that's crazy <laughs> to me too. Like, wait, what? We we protected. That goes back to conditioning too. Like she straight up said, like I'm from that way. Yeah, you know yeah. I don't deal with the police. I don't do this. I, I've never yeah, been yeah. that female. I've never called. I've never done that. So I'm not about to start doing that now. Right. Tori ain't from this way. 
Facts. You you emotional. Why did you shoot me? Yeah. You're crazy. Short, is it bitch? Bitch? The right. sent him to the hospital. Yeah. Hey, on them chicks types, he was trying to tell us something. <laughs> and that's just go to show she must really love him and must really fuck with him like that for her. Where's her cousins? Like, okay, you didn't tell the police, okay, because the streets was gonna take care of it. Um, where are your cousins? Why they ain't pop this nigga yet? What is going on? Shit, that, nigga that goes back to what he said. Sometimes niggas don't want to indulge. So she contradicting herself. Because like, I ain't going to lie. Okay, let's say. That shit trash. I, I've done it. I've been in situations where a girl that, I, uh, that I'm cool with or my cousin, you know what I'm saying? I didn't check the nigga for her. Put this nigga down. Mm-hmm. Now she back with this nigga. That's the mo- that that mm-hmm. make you never don't give a fuck what a motherfucker got going on after that. Like I am not doing that no more. Cause did now it hurt you to do that. Let me ask you this: Did it hurt you to do that? It didn't hurt me to do nothing because I'm not. You'd rather you have put that down and let the example know that baby girl is love, yeah. rather than not have did nothing at all. And he felt okay. I'm about to just kill her. I could do whatever I want. But I can't love her more than she gonna love herself. Mm-hmm. Eventually, she gonna mm-hmm. get tired though. You know what I'm saying? It, maybe. But I, I, I get it. I'm not one and done. You know what I'm saying? I got you know. Class. You can't be I, Captain Saber. Yeah, you gotta be discretion used. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Maybe because I know mm-hmm. I have a friend that died to domestic violence with a yeah. nigga she was fucking with that we that we went to school with. You know what I'm saying? And she wasn't no girl to let no nigga do nothing to her or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? She was. Just dealing with a ain't shit ass nigga and some shit happened. You know what I'm saying? Let's say we check him one time. I, I wasn't around when this shit was going on, but I'm just saying, let's say we check this nigga and some shit happened and she go back at this nigga. Then this shit happened anyway. Now we got to go kill this nigga because he killed her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. I do. I told him it, that's this sticky. You it's know what like I'm that you have to really use your common sense and your discretion or, or really not even get involved. Just let a motherfucker know they love. Look, sis, yes. I see you. I know what you got going on. I'm here when you ready. Right. Maybe that's the approach we got to take. A lot of people don't even feel like people there. Nobody even sees or cares because we don't acknowledge it. We right. turn our cheeks. We like, that ain't my business. That's bullshit, too. Because when people yeah, I mean, should have, would have, could have. So maybe it's I think just that a part... factor of saying I'm here. I think that part, I, I, I think that's the biggest issue when you turn in the cheek. Um, I mean, I feel like as a man, there are several different ways we can beat her for a woman, uh, especially as far as the uh, protection piece we're talking about. Um, but like I said, I do I do understand the fact that if you're in a situation where you're stepping into a, a, a situation that's happening right then and there, and this man turn a gun on you and kill you, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? You die in a situation like that. So that is kind of fucked up. And I don't feel like that's, that's being a coward because you didn't, you know what I'm saying? I don't feel like it's a situation like that at all. But uh, I I do feel like we put so much attention on a man that's not doing that. When we have a whole population of men who are doing that. And these are the things that we're not discussing in our community. But you know what? Before that, though, before she even got shot, this nigga had to be giving off signs that he had a short temper. Facts. And that he could activate at any point. And she must seem that he had a gun. Yeah. Like, 
you know, there was definitely signs before it got this far. And sometimes the deeper issue is like, when we see these signs, why we don't love ourselves enough to protect ourselves and remove ourselves from these situations before they even occur. Facts. And I feel like our community is so jacked up. Like a lot of it be support women, not women, women are raising men. And I don't want to say that women can't raise men because I have a single mother, you know what I'm saying? But if that, I, I truly honestly believe that, Young boys need men in their life. It's just some shit that you just, as a woman, you can't instill into a young boy. Like, because it's innately in women to be nurturers, to be mothers, to be, even if you hard as fuck on your son. You know what I'm saying? But now he, he, acting, he acts in a way where anything, he'll pop off on a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Now he in some other shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just a way like when you have men in your life where you have the the wherewithal to know like, okay, it's time to pop off. You know what I'm saying? Okay, it's time it's I don't act like that because that's some that's some bitch shit. Not women shit, just like some soft shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just some stuff that having uh an actual father or mentor or just some responsible man in a life that is actually teaching you that you just inst- get instilled as a young man. You know what I'm saying? Like I have my parent, my, my friend's dad's like it's shit that they would sit down and talk to me that, you know what I'm saying? My dad being young, he was out here, you know, not saying he didn't raise me or didn't teach me nothing. Cause my dad definitely taught me a lot, but it's just like, when I was young, young, I had people around me that was helping me and maturing me and like, you don't do this. You don't do that. You know what I'm saying? There's certain shit that I learned, like, you don't got to pop off everything. You be cool. You wait for your opportunity when it's time to do some shit. You know what I'm saying? That's why certain situations, like, I can talk my way out of because I know how to speak to people. I know how to to operate in any circle that I'm in. You know what I'm saying? Because I was taught this. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of times with our youth right now, women are raising men. You know what I'm saying? These men today are emotional. They like to argue. They like to the hand gestures and shit and all of that. And But with men, women don't really be shooting motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? When women, women get into it, they fight from my most experience. No, I'm saying it's a couple women that shooters, but for the most part, when women get into it, they actually go to pulling hair and, and fighting and shit. When men get into it, it's like, oh, I'm about to shoot this nigga. You know what I'm saying? And that's the, the that's the emotional side of some shit. You you don't have the the conscious to think like, oh, this ain't shit. I can walk away from this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's how that's how men are being raised. I feel like what I've noticed with some men, I'm trying to use my words carefully because like DQ said. We do need to acknowledge that there are, there's a huge population of men out there Facts. that know how to maneuver and condition or conduct themselves in a grown man, real man sense. We, but, we two of them. God damn it. What the fuck? I mean, he said that. So that's why I said, like, did you do but yes, you are too. Ernest. I'm sorry, brother. You too. But um, <laughs> in my experience, there have, there are a lot of dudes that have these emotions and women have emotions too, but because we're, it's okay for women to have these emotions growing up and it's okay to express them they know how to express them sometimes in a more decent outlet like okay instead of just like pop 
Whereas when these boys have these emotions and people are telling them, sometimes their mom and sometimes toxic males are telling them, hey, stop that crying right now. We don't do that. But they still feel these things. They still feel conflicted. They still feel upset. They still feel embarrassed. And because they never had the chance to grow up learning how to express these emotions properly, that's when they do shit like shooting or shooting over some shoes Mm -hmm. or over a bitch or some dumb shit like that. So I think that Mm -hmm. it is very imperative to have positive male role models in your life for sure growing up. It's definitely imperative at this point. But I'm glad I'm not dating you. Because I almost shot somebody. No. <laughs> no, I feel you on that though. I, I think I think one thing about fuck niggas is that they surround themselves with, with people just as like. And I think they do that very strategically because they don't have anybody in their circle that's gonna hold them accountable at that point. Facts. Um I think I think men are scared to get challenged by other men. Um I think um when it comes to a situation where a man is being challenged, they they all of a sudden think it's a it's a shot at their manhood and they gotta pull themselves. And nine times out of ten, them proving themselves in twenty twenty is them shooting, shooting each other. You know right. what I'm saying? So I think I think we're, we're we're in a society right now where we're afraid to be challenged. We're afraid to be held accountable. We're afraid we're afraid to 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 speak on our trauma and to deal with our trauma in a healthy way. Uh, we we lack so many different so many different healthy coping skills that we we resort to. You know what I'm saying? Different things that that will help induce those uh, emotions that we're dealing with as far as drugs and alcohol. And that's nine times out of 10 leading to violence. So I feel like we, we, we're definitely in a place right now where, where a lot of these things are becoming, coming more forefront, but it's going to take, it's going to take men because if you got a hundred motherfuckers around you who, who encouraging your bullshit, trust me, if he shot Megan, that ain't the first sign. And I'm not, it could have been the first sign with her, but that's not the first sign where this nigga shows some type of outburst. It may not, it may not have been with a gun. It could have been him just, just yelling or cussing her out or anybody out. But that's not the first sign that a nigga going, you know what I'm saying, going to take to a point like that. At some, at some point, somebody in the circle wasn't holding him accountable. Facts. And it's showing that right now because he because he, he's taking the coward role right now. Facts. But honestly, it's nothing that he can say. I don't give a fuck what he can say. No, It's nothing that that nigga can say that it justify that whatever happened. And honestly, I don't even need to know the backstory to it. It don't even matter. You know what I'm saying? You you put yourself in a situation where you shot a woman. Facts. You a whole ass nigga for that. One thing that I saw, um, I think it was comedian CP low-key. Um, he was like, you know what this shit sound like? It sound like when the police be shooting black people and the white people be talking like, but what happened? And I was like, damn, that shit is deep, nigga. I was like, exactly. It was like, we be talking about what do it matter? He didn't have no gun. And he was like, so why does it matter what happened if this man shot a woman, she didn't have no gun, and that she a woman? Yeah. It don't matter. It don't all. matter. If she if she, if she put if she put her, put her hands on him, nigga, remove yourself from the situation. Thank you. You a man, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. You a man. And, and honestly, you don't need no dad in your life for, for you to learn that lesson. No, I I probably talked to my dad two, three times in my entire life. I don't need to learn that lesson to to not put my hands on a woman. Facts. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's it's, it's in you, yeah. and nobody nobody in this circle holds them accountable. And when you when you when you the money maker in your circle, when you probably got other people on payroll, and you got everybody who's probably eating off you, I'm sure a lot of niggas they're not gonna say nothing. Nah, you know shit. what I'm saying? But to me, dumb niggas need to get held accountable just like he need to get held accountable. Man. Honestly, he 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 talked. It's nothing that the nigga can say that's gonna make me feel like, oh, you know what? Okay, I, I see where he's coming from from that. 
That shit is just, it's not, it can't happen. I kind of want to touch on too, just piggybacking off of what y'all say. A lot of the comments that I saw from the men that weren't supportive, they had this tone that they pick and choose which women they protect. Like, because Megan raps about all the shit she raps about, she's not deemed worthy of protection because she's a hoe. She's not deemed worthy of protection. Oh, she ain't my sister. She ain't my da-da-da-da-da, so what's the point? I'm not saying they had to physically be there to protect her, but there's still this level of support that they could have had on a social media platform where they could have been like, that shit was wrong. If you're going to comment anyway. Exactly, but even having that mindset, like only the women in my family are be are to be protected, and then when they do some hoe shit, well, all right, you a hoe anyway, you deserved it. I don't like that. It, it just further per- perpetuates the idea that women are objects or women have a value on them when you should just be like, bro, like she's a woman. I'm a man. I'm stronger. I'm a protector physically or just like emotionally. Like sometimes like DQ said, there's other ways to protect women instead of like putting yourself in the line of fire. Like you could just open up, you know, your phone. Like, Hey, I'm here at any time. I know you're going through some fuck shit with this nigga, but right. you know, as your homeboy, if you ever need to talk to me, I'm here. Right. Shit like that. That's the way you can support too. Right. It, it, it's just, can I ask you this as a woman though? Yes. Ma'am. Do you feel like we lack with as far as, okay, I feel like a lot of the men is, is given this situation and other situations slack because of what we uphold them to. What do you mean? As far as women, I feel like we allow so much bullshit too. Mm-hmm. I feel like as far as we could, as far as our men, we condone it. Yeah, I agree. Let's to actually condone the bullshit. There's a sector of women that say like, oh, well, you know, Megan, she might have hit, you know, like it's the whole story that she hit him first on that bullshit. It's women that's mm-hmm. going along with that because they Tory fans. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's BS. Yeah. And it's just like, we, it's like, it's, it's, it's crazy. In order for us to really grasp this issue and for us to become united as a front, like, hey, I love my black woman. Hey, I love my black men. Whether I date a white man or he date a white woman. Right. As mm-hmm. a people, respect. It's respect respect and love for us as a people. Yeah. We don't love ourselves. So the shit is really, it's deep. It is deep. It, it is deep. Like the fact that Tori and Megan, they don't even come from the same type of world. They just in an industry that's the same. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Tori will never feel Megan. He will never even feel that. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's deeper than rap. It's deeper than R and B. It's really deeper than all of this or whatever. But it's unfortunate that this is on the forefront of it. And this is an example that we all are seeing. Earlier, the industry is our example. We copycat it. We look up to it. It's our entertainment. You know, we indulge in it. It is it's what it funny. is. It's funny you they come from two different worlds because the last dude I was talking to, you know, I'm not gonna say I'm from the hood, but I definitely grew up in situations where. You know, I'm about that action. And and I've seen some shit. I've been through some struggles. But I guess because I went to college or I don't conduct myself as such, or you know, some people be forgetting. But the dude I was talking to before my boyfriend now, he really wanted to, he wasn't from that way at all. So he went out of his way to let me know he was from the hood. And sometimes when he showed aggression, it was like you don't know where I'm from. You don't know. Where... I'm like, nigga, if you were really from that way, you would not be telling me every time you get mad at me. Bitch, you don't know where I'm from. You don't know where my people from. So yell at me again. <laughs> and you're not going to have a throat no more. 
You're going to have to find out. Yeah. Right. I, get, I get it. Maybe Twitter knows, like, threatened by her because Megan was like, you know, she got street cred. She got hood knowledge. And his little short ass don't. So he had to, I don't know, assert this. Back to just having respect for people, like just having respect as a man. I don't yeah. know if you from the burbs, you were spoon fed with a damn rose gold spoon and fork every damn day. Have respect. Facts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't. You're not separated from a young man that grew up with nothing. Right. You're, nope. you're with a young lady. You're in her presence. Right. You know what I mean? I know. I know gay men who treat me like a princess. Period. You know what I mean? It's just about having respect. It's just love. <laughs> you know what I mean? It got nothing to do with none of that. It's just about just having respect. Right. And respect, a lot of yeah. it's just, it's lack. And then we accept the BS. We accept just, it's just, it's a, it's all about accountability at the end of the day. Once we yeah. change the narrative, things will change. Once we accept accepting the BS, things will change. I just want to know if he ever shot a nigga in the streets. Hell nah, he has. Hell nah, he has. He ain't never up that thing till he shot Megan. Oh, shit. He just wanted to do something. He shot Megan. Shit. That was first time, good. Damn. God damn. Eric said he was glad. He was glad. I don't know what from logos and business cards to invitations and custom tees, the Design Lab is your one-stop shop for graphics. The Design Lab is the sole creator for copacetic merchandise, available now. Use your promo code COPACETIC for 10% off your copacetic merchandise. Shop now using the link in our bio. to the podcast make sure y'all enter in for the contest the tch fan of the month for your chance to get your copacetic gear this week we had our first winner see that copacetic gear right there in the corner this week uh this week this month we had our first winner you know saying shout out to miss jasmine deshay she was our contest winner this month every month we were picking a new winner Make sure you hashtag THC fan of the month on your social media networks to enter in the contest. Moving into our next topic, the consciously copacetic segment. So we talked about black men not protecting black women and niggas ain't shit and all of this. You know what I'm saying? Now let's 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 hit the other side of it. You know what I'm saying? Why isn't it taken in consideration that we play a part in the bad relationships that we be in? You know what I'm saying? We choose to deal with people who we know in some point in time aren't good for us. Don't get quiet now. Whether it be attraction, whether it be lust, then we go ahead and complain that things go bad and sometimes become bitter, ruining our future relationships. Let's talk about it. One word, trauma bonding. Trauma bonding is a thing. When you haven't healed yourself, when you don't love yourself, and you're still dealing with some trauma that you've been through, you attract 
niggas or girls that's going through the same thing. So then y'all get in this relationship and y'all can relate to one another. So it has this loving vibe. Like he gets me. She understands me. The whole time, y'all both toxic as fuck. Unhealed as hell. So you get in this situation and because neither of you guys have healed yourselves, you're going to hurt one another. This is not going to be a healthy relationship. You're going to be toxicer than I think. And the cycle continues until you heal yourself. You attract better Facts. when you do better. Shit. A lot of it be trial and error, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? But Girl. Um, I can only speak on what I know. Um, I have went through, uh, I had, I didn't date a lot. I was in a relationship for what? six years and then something abruptly happened and life changed and still to this day a part of me has a certain level of loyalty to that situation Mm. and um entering in that situation i probably you know what i'm gonna just be real the dude was a street dick like a real street dick you know what i mean like you know i was in college you know i was a real dope boy fed and shit like that but you know i'm calling a lot girl i thought i got me a real dope i'm just playing but um you get um, introduced to certain things and it's different from what you've experienced or different from the, the shit other people have experienced around you. And it's like, dang, it's something different. And you kind of get infatuated with shit. So sometimes it's like the newness of stuff. You know mm. what I mean? Like, I don't know. And then you get caught up in like, dang, like, okay, maybe I think I could change this individual. That's wrong right there. So with my experience, I entered into a situation to where I thought I could change an individual. Um, I didn't take the proof for the pudding up front. I thought that good would outweigh the bad. And it brought me a lot of hurt. And I became bitter. I did. I had to just own that. I became bitter. I, I was mad. And um Sometimes you got to take a step back and just hold yourself accountable too. Yeah. That's the hard part. Exactly what it is. Yeah. I mean, there, there are signs. Your mom and daddy tell you, you know, what's right and what's wrong. You see what's right and what's wrong. You feel it, you know, but sometimes we indulge ourselves into things that, you know, okay, well this, you know, this is good. I take the good with this bad. I could switch this up and in due time, this may happen. And then, no, that's what it is. It's time. Mm-hmm. And then when you time. look up, all the- this time didn't pass. Yeah. And where the fuck is you at? So at one point, you got to hold yourself accountable. This is for men and women. You know what I mean? Like, you be with people. This is even with friendships. You be fucking with people for a long ass time, and it's like, damn, why the fuck am I even fucking with you? Facts. You know what I mean? A job? Why do I even work here? What the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> if it's not serving you no purpose, get the fuck on. This is your stuff. Seriously. And I feel like it's hard for us to have accountability sometimes on the flip end. Because sometimes we're the one that fuck up a relationship. And we don't even know. You we don't want to be motherfucking mad, trying to blame, trying to... No, you, bitch, it was you. Yes. You ain't we have to be accountable. Because <laughs> that, that type of growth hurts. That is mm-hmm. a very dark place to be. Before like, I got into a relationship, I had to re evaluate myself and I was like bro you're a fucked up individual a little bit yay the way you be talking about fuckers because you're hurting and you're inflicting your pain on people that's not cool Shadana and I really had to check that shit and I'm still working on it with my boyfriend right now 
and it's kind of hard. But I'm going through something really fucked up right now in my life, and I have to I have to make sure when we argue, we're talking about the issue at hand. I'm not projecting the hurt shit that's going on in my life on him because that's something I worked on and I'm trying to heal from. But a lot of people. That's a very dark place to be, to be completely honest with yourself. So that's why a lot of people don't have that accountability that Ernest was talking about. Like, they'll find any way to say the relationship didn't work because of that other individual. But if you're the you got to realize that was you because the next time you're in a relationship, you're going to do the same type of shit, same relationship. It's still not going to work because you didn't heal yourself. With black women, we allow some shit to, I could even say in my own situation, I allow some shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like certain things, like if you don't set that tone, this is even like with kids, set the tone. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. don't set the tone or treat, tell, tell somebody how to treat you or show them how to treat you or better yet, treat mm-hmm. somebody how you want to be treated. How am I going to know how to reciprocate that? If you treat me like shit with shit, then mm-hmm. it becomes toxic because when you really love somebody, you want to do the most to try to make them happy or try to fix a situation or what mm-hmm. can I do to keep you? And then that's toxicity. That's, that's miserable. Facts. You have people that's married doing that, that doing that bullshit. Mm. For none mm. of self peace at the end of the damn day. If you with somebody and you ain't happy, you need to y'all need to separate and reevaluate. Y'all might come back together better. You never know. Yeah, never know. I mean, y'all, y'all speaking real shit. I think uh, I think somebody was talking about how you get in situations where you feel like you can change somebody, and that's very true. And that's that's both sides of the game, though. You know what I'm saying? That's definitely both sides Thanks. of the game. But I want to take it a, 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 a step further. Like what? What gets you at eye level, though? Because I, at eye level, we we always talk about what well, well, we know what's good for us, what we and we know what's not good for us. But at eye level, we still take the route of the shit that's not good for us. Because I can I can name a hundred niggas who who I'm who I'm cool with, who I rub shoulders with every single day, who are good dudes. You know what I'm saying? They're good fathers. They're educated. Got jobs. X, Y, and Z. And I can name another hundred women who will say that these niggas is lame and this, this, and this, and won't get these type corny. of time of the day. They corny X, Y, and Z. Nice. But then you get put in a situation where you you have that bad experience. You know what I'm saying? It's just like so. I feel like accountability got got to be held within within women themselves. You know what I'm saying? So I and that's my that's my small piece on that situation. But I, I feel like I feel like it's it's way deeper than you actually get into a situation because before you even know that you want to change somebody, something at eye level had to get you. And a lot of times that eye level, it was something where you could have said, you know what, this ain't the right situation for me, but yet you kept on stepping. Mm-hmm. Facts. Cause you know what I'm saying? Don't know a woman want a good man until after she didn't already had a baby with an ain't shit nigga. <laughs> then they be wanting to, to have a good man all of a sudden. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So what about the good oh, girls who always be overlooked by the good guys? Hey, where the good girls at there? Nigga, where the good girls at? Because that shit don't I could never get no bro. play by the good guys. Ever. It was like, I just, I don't know nah. what it was. Because he was dissing them niggas probably. Nah. I really probably dissing them. Right? He know me. <laughs> bro, <laughs> he she diss. She dissed me, bro. She dissed she me dissed back you. in the day. Back in the day, about, hey, bro, about eight, ten years ago. Good, dudes, good girls. You just got to be at a place to accept that because, and like, some, some dudes will go get the good girl, marry the good girl, and still cheat on her with the bad girl. It's same with women. Same with women. Women will get the good dude, marry him because of the financial stability, blah, 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 blah. Some women, some men, not all. Right ass hoes got good. And be like, I want a hood nigga. Set up. Oh, like, 
That's all he got it. We we also gotta normalize those good healthy relationships and and and, 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 and the, the industry that we look up to it's you know what I'm saying it's about how many holes you can hit and how much money you can make and with the women is yeah. what, what what a nigga can do for you and if he ain't got no money, fuck this nigga. So it's just like that right there is becoming Facts. the norm and it's fucked up because we got all these little kids, little boys and girls, black boys and girls who's looking up to these people. In, in the entertainment industry, and that's all that they're talking about right now. But yet, we had these conversations, and we thirty, and we wondering why why shit is all fucked up. We know exactly why shit fucked up because of everything that that, that we're consuming ourselves to. Everything is about what a nigga can do for you. This nigga ain't got this. This nigga ain't got that. Same thing with the dudes. I want to fuck this bitch. I want to fuck this bitch. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get money to X, Y, Z. We normalize these things. Right. And, and 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 since since social media has became just the front part of the, of the entire world, it's being just flashed in everybody's faces 24-7. I can mm-hmm. log on Instagram Thanks. right now, and before I get to my fifth post, it's going to be a girl on there talking about some some shit about get some money out of the nigga, and it's gonna be a nigga on there talking about trying to fucking girl. That just that, that's what we normalize. But then we had these conversations when we when we went through that trauma and we hurt and this this and this thirty plus years old and we talking about how you know what I'm saying how shit fucked up. We know exactly why shit fucked up. The question needs to be what are we doing right now so that these young people that's under us coming up are not going through that same cycle because I'm sure every every last person in this podcast has been through a fucked up situation, has been through some type of traumatic situation. They're probably going going through something now and that's that's still very difficult to deal with. You know what I'm saying? So we need to figure out what are we doing right now? How are we taking the steps each and every day that our young boys and girls not having to deal with the same shit? And if and and and, and if that answer is them sitting up there listening to their favorite rapper, their favorite anybody, you know what I'm saying? That's not the answer. And then I mean the cycle is gonna keep getting it's gonna keep continuing. You just kind of gotta advocate against those things. I don't know if anybody knows me personally. I'm not a fan of music like that. And when I talk to my nieces and nephews, I let them know why we're not about to listen to that in my car. And even if you planting a seed in somebody, like a seed in a kid, like, hey, you know how this song is talking about how all she can get from a dude is this, is that, and the third. Like, yeah, it's cool to bop to, but that's not good on your mental. Same with music niggas talking about, you see how you're talking about selling drugs, killing people and fucking bitches. That's not cool. We're not playing that in my car. And just setting, planting those seeds, that's what happened to me. It changed my world on a small level. Somebody planted a seed in me. I wasn't allowed to watch music videos growing up. And my mom said, I don't want you looking at little girl or girls being turned into objects by men. Watch the music videos. All they're doing is rapping. And it's just girls standing there shaking their butt in the camera. So when I started mm-hmm. watching music videos as an adult, it's cringy to me. So I feel like the way we can change it is like just speaking out and advocating against media like that. Like that's not what you want to conduct your life like. That's what we I feel you. I hear you. I feel you. I feel you on that. I think. I think the big thing is just like, like I said. I mean, I, I think it's a certain. It's a certain people who who have no idea what that lifestyle is like, and they're so intrigued by that lifestyle, and they just they they talking that shit. You know what I'm saying? Then it's a whole nother generation of people who, like me, I've been through a lot of that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I know, I know what the trenches is like. I know. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're going through 
death is like we're going through, you know what I'm saying? Prison, all that type of shit is like I, I know what that what that type of shit is like. So mm-hmm. I can I can say consciously like shit, hell no, that ain't that ain't what's up. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm a huge advocate when it comes to the kids doing that. But a lot of these little motherfuckers who who who, who screaming all that shit, get money, this, 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 them niggas ain't did shit in their life, and they just they're attracted to a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I don't know about y'all, but me, nigga, a little nigga come to me, it's like, you think I should be fucking these bitches? I'm going to say no to them, <laughs> right? But in my mind, I'm like, little nigga, you got time of your life you get out here fucking these bitches, my nigga. But you know, <laughs> uh, you I need to keep your nephew <laughs> far away from you, okay? Because what was you doing? Because <laughs> okay? <laughs> I was I, out here I, fucking these bitches. That's exactly not you know sugarcoating shit. I got a mentee. I keep it 1,000 with her. Because my, ment- my mentors, they was fake as hell. And I don't appreciate right. that shit. No, that's it's right. Way, it's a way you can say that, Ernest. I feel like in a more, like, not objectifying way. Because I'm all for, like, when my niece and nephews talk. Time out, time out, time out, nigga. I'm joking. Oh, but, I okay. thought you were saying, like, I'm joking. It's cool for teenagers to, you know, explore things, but they just got to be safe His about it. brother was 10 and he was trying to get him to have sex. So, come <laughs> Look, it wasn't my brother. Okay, I'll tell the tell story. The story. Okay, fuck it. Look, I'll tell it. Look, I'm 16. Am I 16? You were like 15. I'm no 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 I'm 16 17 cuz he was 12 13. Okay. I was fucking at 12 13 already. Okay. We was having sex at that age. I was. So That's not okay. Yeah, Creek small, bro. Battle Creek small. <laughs> yes. So they was hunching. They wasn't man, having sex. It, it wasn't nothing to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I remember the f- first song I ever had sex to. Faded Pictures by Joe and Case. Oh, you were um anyway shout out to her um but at the time i'm still a kid i'm not thinking with my earnest brain at 29 now that hey you shouldn't be getting older bitches to to fuck your little brother like that shit wasn't on my mind i wasn't uh, conscious enough to think like this could have some effect on him, you know, from years to come. I'm thinking, shit, I was getting pussy about his age. I got a little big, little booty bitch uh, from the side down here. You know what I'm saying? Center in there with little bro. And and now in hindsight, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking like, damn. That's why, why did I do that shit? You know what I'm saying? It's it's wrong on multiple levels, right? I mean, like you know what I'm sex saying? trafficking level. <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's wrong. It's wrong on multiple levels. Yeah, he was on but when you shit, a kid, bro. when you a kid, you're not thinking like I wasn't. They, I'm not. A, I wasn't a dad at the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm still a kid. <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, shit ain't nothing wrong with getting no pussy. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. You know what I'm saying? But in hindsight, so I'm th- I wish I wouldn't have did that. Yeah, that nigga got a few babies now. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of backfired right. on me. But... We planted these seeds of objectification <laughs> you, you early, but saying? I'm glad you knew you did the wrong thing. But when I have a son now, you know what I'm saying? If God willing, please. 
Uh, I, I, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna know what to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because you didn't do everything just, you wasn't supposed to. Yeah, I was doing everything that you shouldn't do. You know, so I know the mm-hmm. tricks. You know, so I know what's happening when I when I leave the crib. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You ain't gotta. I know. You know, so I did it. I've been there and done it all. Somebody Ooh. was bringing you pussy at 12, 10, 12, 14? No, no. I didn't have the experience like he did, like my brother well, why did. did you feel I just went like... out and, and, <laughs> and sought after it myself. It already didn't happen, no. <laughs> Ain't no fun if the homies can't handle it. That's all. I smack I little brother there, little bro there. I'm like, little bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, he like... You trying to you smack me? Why you awkward? I didn't force him or no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I asked him, "You comfortable?" And he was cool. He was happy, nigga. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that nigga had a good time, nigga. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to tell you, <laughs> shit over there, <laughs> Uncle but you know what I'm saying? Uncle In hindsight, I wish so I wish I hadn't done that. Though I wish that had never happened. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I didn't know. I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? Me being 17, 16, so you telling me you the same at 17, 16 that you is now at 29? No. no. It's a whole We're bunch of shit boyfriend. that's different now. No, my boyfriend has a 16-year-old daughter right now. And I'm like, I know. I was 16 before. And she not doing half the shit we used to do at 16. Good. But... I like when she tried to run game. I'm like, you can't fool me. I was a 16 year old girl Man. before. This trick, no good. We was really like living life. We like, was, we was was like, like, hey, that shit was fun as hell, though. It was so amazing. Now that I'm grown, like when I got to college, niggas was like, oh, we're going to a house party. I'm like, nigga, I've been having house parties since I was like 13. Right. No, like, like, this shit is, this is nothing. My house used to be That's a spot fine. back in the day. I mean, oh, we had like friends that had, everybody had a spot. So we was like rotating. Like Friday yeah. night, Saturday night, we over here, we over here. It was just so much. Yep. We had drinks. You know what I'm saying? Like, we was going hard. I don't know how we got off the subject. That's why we over yeah, we had now. drinks. Yeah, that's why we old now. Hey, but hey, but I can't lie though, man. I think I think that should be hard for me, like, cause I, I work with kids. I've been working with kids for a long, long time, and it'd be hard for me to be like, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that, cause it's like I did that shit, and it was fucked up. But I ain't gonna lie, nigga had a ball doing that shit though. I had a ball, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know what I'm saying. But I think I think now they dealing with like a lot more peer pressure. Um, they got to deal with the whole social media shit. We ain't had to deal with that shit. It was, it was a uh, facts. It was definitely some behind closed doors type shit with us. Everything that they do, they got a camera in front of them. You know what I'm saying? So, but facts. it's it be we hard. Did shit it be hard for me saw. to just be like, man, now nah, nigga, you can't. You know what I'm saying? You can't be moving like this. You can't be doing that. Cause I be looking like, damn, nigga, I did that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, facts. I agree. I, I know. I try to treat. I try to teach lessons and like remember that. Yeah, I was a teenager once too. But I also try to, like, tell them, like, yeah, I did do this, but this is what fucked me up in the long run. So for my thing, mm-hmm. and I'm not proud of it, I was talking to older guys when I was younger. And so when I come across young ladies that want to talk to older dudes, I'm like, all right, it may seem right to you because of this, this, that, and the third. But I'm telling you, as somebody that went through it, this is why it's not the group. 
But if you do want to have right. sex with someone your age, that is fine. Just use protection and make sure there ain't no camera out because right. it'll be forever documented. So you just say things like that. Like, I'm not trying to take your fun away from you, but let's just be smart about it because I'm coming. you're coming from someone that wasn't that smart about it. I'm mm-hmm. trying to get you. Definitely. So in conclusion, I think that the way we change or interact with one another is that we start teaching our kids to wait on sex. You know what I'm saying? Because what happened is, is that not even wait on sex, just be responsible in sex. Because what's happening, in my opinion, is that people are having babies at a young age. They parents at 19, 18 years old, and they haven't developed, they haven't been through enough relationships yet to develop to be a mate yet. You know what I'm saying? I had a lady that works for me come up to me and tell me that she has, she's 36 years old and have a 17 year old son and her son has a, a baby. Like my cousin. Her name Erica. <laughs> <laughs> her name Erica. <laughs> no, her name is not Erica. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to be no grandma at 36 years old. Are you fucking shitting me? Yeah. <laughs> right. The cycle continues, man. Man, facts. You better keep him under wraps because he the swag monster. <laughs> Just teach him some great things. You know what I'm saying? To be respectful. I I got a trick for him. If uh, you want to let him come holler at me, I got a trick for him. Uh, keep, keep him baby free. Who you talking about? You know what I'm saying? You can't go to Uncle Boosie I ain't want to say his name. <laughs> I know how to keep him baby free. I tell all my, all my little young Sigmas, I, t- I let them know what to do. Uh, you know what I'm saying? DQ, you know what I'm talking uh, about. No, man. You know we ain't talking about that, dog. <laughs> I tell them, I tell, I tell them what to do. Uh, Baby gonna, free. We ain't going to talk about that, man. I think you looked at that <laughs> last podcast. DQ, look, he just saved. He got saved a couple times. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'll let you know what to do. Else, man. <laughs> If you may be free, you could do it every time too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit, bro. You so (laughs) are you tired of paying unnecessary fees for banking? Do you only use mobile banking anyway and hate going into the branch to handle your business? If so, Chime is the copacetic option for you. It's one of the fastest growing banks in America, charging a total of zero dollars in fees. Join Chime today using our special code and get a free $50 after your first direct deposit of $200 or more within your first 45 days of opening the account. Find the special code in our Instagram profile and join the Chime family today. You're tuning in to the Copacetic Hour. Why don't you just chill? Why don't you just chill? Why don't you just chill? Back to the podcast. We're going to move into the email of the week. Shout out to all my copacetic followers. I'm looking for a name for my copacetic followers. I don't I don't have it yet, but I need something to call y'all, like the copacetters or some shit. Send me your ideas. I don't know. I don't like copacetters. It's kind of lame, I feel like. But send me your ideas so y'all can have a name so I can get all y'all shirts, whoever are part of the team. All right, email of the week. 
Dear TCH, the copacetic hour, please do not say my name, but I need help. My wife and I are newlyweds. We've been married for about two months. Before our wedding, I suggested we take a break just to make sure that this is something that we really wanted to do. She reluctantly agreed. We decided that we could freely see other people during this two-month break. We both slept with other people, but this hoe went and got pregnant. Now she's eight weeks along. It could be my baby, but I don't really think so. Is this all my fault for suggesting a break? Yes, nigga. Should I leave? (laughs) Should I leave or should I stay and be mad? What if she she say it's not my baby? I'm gonna be pissed and feel guilty. At the same time, but damn, please help me, Anonymous. So, my guy, who tells that girl to go out and fuck other niggas? Like, what do you do, no, my nigga? The break is for you. Let's talk about what the fuck? that part first, dog. That shit weird as hell. It gotta be trash. The because, fuck? Hey, because if she has some good pussy, you don't want no other nigga in that motherfucker. Nobody to give your pussy. Yeah, what nigga, the hell fuck? no. So he, he a corn for that. He, he a corn for that anyway. He a burger for that, man. But Nigga, the thing is, this doing? motherfucker had to propose. This man had to propose to her. Why did you propose if you were not ready, my guy? Why did you go through with the wedding? No, they didn't. They didn't get married yet. They were about to get married. Oh no, they got married. Oh, got married. Yeah, some people are just so much yeah. in love with the idea of having a husband and having a wife and being married that they forget what the hell you get married for. First of all, no, now whether it's your baby or not. By law, it's your Facts. baby. That baby is born into you your marriage. That is your child. So, <laughs> what you gonna be mad? You might as well stay and be mad. That's my suggestion. Can we talk about the fact that he called her a hoe, but this nigga was the one that wanted to take a break? Because she probably was getting on his damn nerves. But she the hoe. <laughs> that's crazy. You the pappy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be the woman that's gonna come out that angle then. Bitch, how you get pregnant? Yeah, she was dumb. 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 I'm gonna just say it, bitch. How you get pregnant? Cause what the fuck? That's why I I think it's her husband, baby. The whole oh, have a break. Let's see if we want to see other people. I get that. They just weird for that in general. But bitch, you got pregnant. But it could be his baby. Hey, listen. First of all, this nigga's a burger. If you listening, bro, you a corner bro. You a burger for that. Yeah, two. And two, your wife got trash coochie. Matter of fact, she 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 probably got good coochie for niggas. She didn't have no coochie and got her pregnant. So. <laughs> hey, so. don't don't be but he, he don't is. be disrespecting my listeners like hey, that. Man. Okay, hey, yo, we yo, sorry, listener. anonymous. Yeah, test you can I'm take sorry. right we now. Sorry. Pregnant, it's a blood test you can take right now. You can. It is that baby is yours. It's an amnio or some shit. Yeah, it's, 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 right button. it's gonna cost you, but it's worth it. But then. But then what though? It, 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 so she is she not his? Then what? Is he secretly divorce? This must be a secret. Like he must don't want her to know that he think the baby ain't his. But he said he didn't leave his name, so he obviously right. Hey man, and hey, next time a nigga ask you some dumb shit like that, you gotta say his name on uh, on air, bro. No, no, we just gonna call him. No, we just gonna call because him. Every, every, because every girl needs to stay away from a nigga like this, dog. You're saying shine. If he's, if, he, if he's giving you, if he's giving the green light on your coochie, it's he 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 a clown for that. That's weird. 
But some people that, get off on that. Whole... Some people do get out on like you know that. She should have been safe if that is somebody else's. The whole time she probably did use a condom, and it's probably this duck ass nigga baby. I'm sorry, exactly. But now the baby with some duck ass views, probably the baby gonna be defective because she had the baby with the nigga that wants to do the dumb ass too. Yeah, she said, she said the baby the gonna, gonna be, be defective. defective. <laughs> 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 you said defective. Oh. I never heard that. I instantly <laughs> thought about the baby off Toy Story, the baby that off Toy Story. Oh my god! Not like that. He just gonna be like, is this a good idea? Is this a good idea? I don't know. Oh, hey, shit. Hey, the whole podcast, we talk about uplifting the kids and all that shit. <laughs> she talking about a defective baby, man. <laughs> no, the baby just gonna be a little confused because he got a confused daddy. That's oh, it. Oh, shit. I mean, hopefully, listen, got a, hopefully he got a good gotta... hopefully got a good mentor, man. Oh, mentorship. Mentorship. But, sir, I recommend just go ahead and get that blood test. Get that shit over yeah. here. You recommended Facts. that shit. Recommend a blood test, too. Facts. Um, so shout out to you, my guy. I I wouldn't even get a blood test. You wouldn't. You he just take care of it? About it because yeah, it was yeah. his idea. So you gonna have to pay with pay for the consequences, whether it's yours or not, homeboy. And you still he, he married really me like after this. As a woman, no, I wouldn't feel right. Hey, ain't no real girl. Nigga fuck going, him. That's what he gets. That's what like he wanted. Girl. That's what he gets. No real niggas gonna green light this girl. Like that's not even like what you know what I'm saying. That's that's before the baby. Like that's before the whole baby. Ain't no real niggas gonna green light this girl. Like if you if you do, you really don't want to fuck other niggas. That part. Like what? And that goes back to what I was saying earlier. So sometimes people marry good people just because it seems good, but they still want to go fuck the hoes. They need to work on themselves. Before they get married to somebody, then you probably wouldn't want outside pussy like that. And then your wife wouldn't be bringing it. I'm mad. He didn't call Hey, I'm married and nigga. Outside pussy be calling you. You just, you have to say no. You know what? She probably she probably got with a got with a man that rocked her world, and he probably had the worst experience ever. <laughs> and that's probably why he really bad. And then sometimes dudes dudes need to realize we know that temptation is out there for both parties, but dudes temptation Facts. sometimes is out there that y'all have to go and get. Whereas women, we're constantly curving niggas in our DMs all day, every day, Facts. that may have more to offer than you do, but we love you so much we wouldn't do that. So man, we do the same like, shit too, man. Hold I know it's Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. But don't dudes have to go out and get the pussy <laughs> where we get the DMs? Or do girls DM dudes too? I don't know. Girls, you DM yeah, in this. Yeah. Hell yeah. Listen, I didn't know. I ain't, put no, I ain't about to put no shit out there, man. Like I said, it ain't to be sold, not to be told. But yeah. hey, listen, y'all, y'all can talk all, y'all can talk all that good shit on, on social media, but inbox to say a whole different thing. Yeah, I didn't That's... know that was a thing, so you paying me hit. Shadali, you've been on me for a long time. Ain't nobody man. finna you, pull up no receipts on me. No, thank you. Huh? Ain't nobody oh, finna pull up no receipts on me. Hey, that's a no-no though. But, oh, but if any nigga exposing receipts, receipts he, he a corn for that. He a cornball. Yeah, yeah, real nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Who me? Hmm? I ain't never slid in the DM. Girl, no, no, no. <laughs> I've been for another damn day. 
No, never slid in on DMs. Hey, we talked about this last week. Like I'm married and I still get DMs. And it ain't like I don't show Gigi off on my social Just media. It don't like you don't know to this day. I, I get a DM right now, probably. Shit, it don't matter. You might be right. Some and I just be like, trash. You're right. I guess you. I just be like, oh, you want to listen to the podcast? I'll be sending them hosts the podcast. Like, I need you to listen for me. As you should. As you should. <laughs> oh, man. But shout out to that young man. Uh, no, my no guy, Gusmeta said. Hey, shout out to all my fucking supporters. <laughs> fuck this nigga, yeah, what he yeah. talking about. Shout out to you, my yeah, guy. Yeah. Even though you on some bullshit, players fuck players up. Fuck I hope, up. I hope, I hope it, players nigga, fuck I hope, up. And you know what? I, you know what? I help y'all plan the baby shower. You know what? That's what I <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, she the one. She hey, the you, one. You need to take That's care of the divorce court. Get that couple dollars. Get that blood test. Yeah, do what Sineta said. And go handle your motherfucking business. If you love right. the girl, stay with her. If not, separate. Whatever the fuck. Right. That way you can make a, a good decision. Hey, God damn it. hey Sineta sounds just like Megan, Megan and Stallion, man. I can't get Megan voice out of it. Sineta a whole gangster, bro. bro. That sounds just shit. like Megan, bro. I swear to God. She a whole gangster, like real talk. So moving into our next segment, the hood situation. Who? Hood situation. What? Hood situation. Why? Because shit be happening in the hood. Today's hood situation is name a time. You know, we've been talking about all these toxic things and relationships and everything. Name a time where you were the toxic one and you did something toxic in a relationship. I was talking to this dude and we really this real good friend and, um, I be having the, I have a princess mindset. I feel like if you my male friend or if I'm talking, you trying to talk to me or anything like that, treat me like a princess. Well, I'm going to treat you just as such. Like I treat my male friends. Like with my homeboys get treated well. I just, you know what I mean? Just reciprocate. Mm-hmm. Um, in particular, this person, um, it was a birthday. And I'm not going to lie. This is like some childhood shit with this. Or there are kind of feelings involved, but it's not that deep. Like I have my own shit. He got his own shit. But we're really, really good friends, and we don't keep secrets. Like we tell each other everything. Like if he fucking with another bitch, if I'm fucking with somebody else, or talking to somebody else, or whatever. Like we always been able to just get, you know, each other's opinion. So this okay. particular person, it's their birthday. We in the car, we chilling, we drinking, or whatever, and um, we we have to go to the casino real quick. I'm just talking shit. I'm just like, remember last year around this time, you had a whole bitch pregnant, like. You free this year. You, I mean, man, you win. You did your thing. You know, you you got some money. Like I'm giving him his props. Like, no, I'm proud of you. Like, this is a dog. That's a good ass birthday. All of a sudden, the energy in the car shifted. He just looked at me. He like, Nada. I'm like, what you talking about? Like, what's up? And then I gotta tell you something. I'm like, what? He was like, man, remember, remember, girl, I was fucking with. You know, like you hold me one good time, and like you was like, you man, you ain't fucking with me. Da da da. I was fucking with this girl. Da, da, da. Like, remember the girl I had pregnant last year? You know, I'm like, yeah, but happens. He's like, yeah, she pregnant again. I'm like, what? Oh, shit. <laughs> this is how I received it in my head. So I'm going to go back to real life. I'm like, dang, wow. So you not free this year. That's crazy, dog. Like, okay, well, congratulations, <laughs> G. So I'm just, I ate it. Like, in my head, like, this how you just getting bitches pregnant? Like, when I say this motherfucker, baby mama, like, is 
Like he already has other like you know situations stuff like that. Cold. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, you know, you're responsible. You're a good person. Like, how are you doing things like this? You just get bitches pregnant? All right. Facts. He felt my drift. Like, he felt like, okay, she on some bullshit. But I really wasn't, because you know what? We have no obligation. Why am I mad? Because you got somebody else pregnant. That ain't my damn business. So I was just like, I don't, I just, I didn't care. This is where it get toxic at. It was his birthday, right? So I'll go, okay, like, I'm going to go take you out to eat. We're going to go to the casino. Like, you're for friends. You know what I mean? The next day, fast forward, I wake up. I get on bullshit. Uh-oh. And I'm just like, wow, that all was told to me yesterday. We had a good night, good evening. Everything was fine. Casino, all that good stuff. Cool. Next morning, I woke up on bullshit. I called this individual like, hey, what you doing? What you got? Da, 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 da. Oh, I'm about to move around for a little bit. Woo, woo. I had spent a lot of time with this individual. Just like, just I feel like we was closer than this. I like I don't know like why I thought there was gonna be a shift in our relationship. I don't. It was just weird. I was really on some bullshit when I did this. So I called the individual. I knew they weren't at home. I went to their house. It was a birthday, right? Mm-hmm. Happy birthday! I dropped off a cake. With two cakes. I didn't just drop them off. I smeared the cake all on the back door. I smeared it all over the kitchen floor. (laughs) I smeared it on, yeah. And then I didn't feel good after I did that still. I still did not feel good. Because I'm like, damn. Every year it's my fucking birthday. Like, we, I fuck with this motherfucker. And then, like, I'm doing shit for you. You should have been with that bitch yesterday. You know what I mean? I'm like, wow, man, my birthday, I can't even be fine. You didn't even really do shit for me for my birthday. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not counting shit. You got me fucked up because you tell everything, but you ain't tell this thing. And she ain't new pregnant. She pregnant, pregnant. So I'm like, okay, wow. I didn't feel good. After I did the cake and all that, I still didn't feel good. I left. I go to the next corner store around the corner. I come back. I brought back an RC pop and a big red pop. I shook them bitches up. I let them go. All over the kitchen, all over the walkway to the house, all over. I didn't care. Why does niggas keep letting you in his house? His back door is always open. I know that because I, you know, I'm frequent there. I knew he wasn't home. That's why I made the phone call. He was celebrating his birthday. So 45 minutes go by. I'm at my sister house. I'm digressing. I'm huffing a puff. I'm cleaning myself up or whatever. I'm just, you know, I felt better after I did the pop situation because it was a mess then. I was like, yes. I left out of part. The motherfucker, I cleaned up his whole house. Some motherfuckers want to clean houses for their birthday. I cleaned up his whole motherfucking house. That kitchen was spotless. It was pop on the ceiling. So I get a phone call. Hey, another, what's going on? Oh, uh, shit, I'm chilling. Hey, you been you been about a house or anything? You buy me a cake this year? Hell, fuck no! I wouldn't buy you no cake this year. What the fuck I look like? We ain't cool. Like what? Bitch bought two cakes. So I felt stupid. Oh, I left this out. So after I had did the pops and all that shit, I ran back to my car. I literally closed my car, my hand in the car door, like in the process of doing this shit, trying to put the damn. Harding's bag and shit in the back seat and get in the front seat and drive off real quick. It was just a bunch of bullshit. Ultimately, I felt stupid. But I felt, I, my point was proven. 
So I'm going to fast forward to probably two months ago. Me and this certain individual, we sitting in the car talking. And, you know, he's talking about his baby on the way. He's excited. We're just catching up and shit like that. Finally, we drunk. I found out this look over. I'm like, you know what, bruh? Remember your birthday and you called me, you asked me that shit? I did that. It's like, what? <laughs> no, the fuck you didn't. I mean, shot. Because I don't do shit like that. I was completely out of character. But I was like, that was really, I feel like was hurt. So you put time and effort into your house, so you got to clean this shit back up. It is what it is. I'll never like do nothing that will cost my body no bunch of money or nothing like that. But you gonna clean this oh shit up. So that's my story. That's my most embarrassing story of really like doing some out of body. Like, why the fuck was you mad? I don't know. I just really feel like my time was wasted or some shit. I just like, like you stupid, so I'm gonna do some stupid shit. Like, I don't know. But yeah, that was some toxic ass shit. And we're just friends. It was just like you stupid. Like, how do you shit? So you just crazy. Yeah. That's why I said yeah. you crazy friend. <laughs> right. The fuck? I wish Jatasia would come to my house and destroy it. People nigga. That they the they and I feel like oh, it was emotions that walked because I was just like, this, you just avoided this situation. And then this how you tell me? Like, wow. Like you, like you knew. Like this was some. So yeah, happy birthday. Here your cake and your pop. And she made good ass cake. I didn't make nigga. that she made cake. Me a cake. I went for to my birthday. It. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say she made me a cake for my birthday. This shit was That's fire. <laughs> Uh-uh. Man. Hey, that's yeah, you win. God damn it. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I tried man. to search my toxic my toxic book to see and if I, I got anything. And I, that I, gotta, I gotta I gotta add this in there. That nigga still fuck with me. Mm. <laughs> that's still my dog with this nigga. Like, like, you, you yeah. Cause he didn't even shit, see that shit. Man. He never he thought it was somebody else. And she, and she, and she, got it. she got it with that story, bro. Yeah. yeah. We got a birthday party. Yeah. That's all. Can't nobody go behind yeah. that. She got yeah. the cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, she took the cake. Yeah. God damn it. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> she took the cake. I got a bruise on my thumb for proof with the shellac covering it. <laughs> Girl. So can anybody top that? You should have went right. live. She oh, definitely should have just, you know, took us on home with that one. Yeah, but it ain't it ain't topping your shit. Well, my shit just fucked up. Like this was you love her, so I know you didn't did some toxic shit. This shit is I did it a few shits that's fucked up, actually. I was just a toxic ass nigga at one point in my life, be for real about it. I just do clown um, shit. Yeah, rude. One time uh I had a young lady. Shout out to her. I still love her. She is a good person. You know, so I hope she is successful in all her endeavors or her kids and her husband and everything that she got going on. So this young lady, I started messing with her uh, like right before the summer that we graduated from high school. You know what I'm saying? We having sex and doing all this shit. I move away to Alabama. You know what I'm saying? I go to Alabama State. Alabama, I'm out here, you know, eventually I got to it. I wasn't, like, getting when I first got there, but I got to a point where I was getting and shit. You know what I'm saying? I was living in a hotel. You know what I'm saying? Me and my roommate tag teaming in the hotel room and shit. 
all this time telling this girl, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, you my baby, you my boo. She she moves down south to be with me. I, I got some shit going on. I don't really want to be down here no more. She moves back with me back to back to uh to Michigan. I play a Sigma. Oh, I can't talk to you right now. I can't do this right now. Whole time I'm dating another girl who dumped me when I was online. Still got this girl in my back pocket. After I cross, you know what I'm saying? I'm really getting now. Coming from everywhere, wherever, cool. I didn't like her, and I was coming to a point where I'm like, damn, I really don't like this, dog. You know what I'm saying? I really don't. But in my mind, I'm telling myself, I do like her. You know what I'm saying? You just, you fucking up. You like her. She a good person. You know what I'm saying? You can be with her. So I was like, okay, come to my room. I told my room, my roommate, this is I was living in the dorm. I told my roommate, hey, bro, I need the room. I holler at you. Maybe a few hours. She's like, all right, cool, cool. You know, see me and the girl kicking in. We get some food. I smack. You know what I'm saying? I, after we done having sex, I'm like, I don't feel no different. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I still don't really fuck with you like that for real. And I was like, yeah. And then I told her up front, like, how I'm feeling. Like, I told her, like, where my <laughs> mind was at before all this shit happened, how I got to this conclusion, you know what I'm saying, trying to be honest and shit. And I was like, yeah, can you just leave? And I just kicked her out of my dorm room, nigga. Yeah. And she went to her friend's dorm room on campus. That was, like, the most fucked up shit I ever did in my life. One of them, anyway. That's like some dismissive. That, that, wow. Are you still friends with this person? No, I haven't talked to this person. Since that day? Ever. No, after that day, I definitely got back in good graces. But she, when she got to a point where she was ready to be done, she was uh-huh. done. Yeah, me, you were that alcohol. You know what I'm saying? I used to be. I'm glad you changed, brother. I'm glad I died. I'm <laughs> Yes, yeah, Anetta, you you could have got caught up in my little web back. In the I, day. I'm, I'm going back. You know as you talk, I'm like, I'm going back to the timeline. Yeah. Like the fuck. Yeah, yeah. And he's smooth with it though. That's he's smooth with it. Yeah, like, you would what? never expect it from him. He was cooking me dinner around that time. Oh yeah, yeah wine yeah, and dine. Yeah. <laughs> I am yeah. dead. Do I know this person, Ernest? That you're talking about? Yeah, you know. You, you definitely know. I definitely know. Definitely. And I I feel like I, I know exactly who you're talking about and you wrong if we talking about the same I am, person. I'm I'm just wrong for all the shit I've ever done. I've when I came to a point where before I met Gigi, I'm I got to a point. This, when this I, nigga met Gigi though, he was like, Wow, like she just on me. He was waiting for her to grow up, man. <laughs> right, was right in front of his face the whole time. That's beautiful. I, when I, I got to a point where I called every girl that I ever did wrong and apologized Aww. to them. So none of the girls that I ever dealt with that I dealt did wrong can never say like, 
I didn't man up and I didn't apologize to them for what I have done. No, this was this side to you because I know I'm a whole clown and I've been a clown, so I used to play games and shit. Yeah, you was when I was trying to mess with Sonetta, Sonetta wouldn't like she was like First of cool, all, I was still a virgin. I, I ain't really trying to fuck with him. She was still a virgin. Second of all, yes, yes. I was yeah, I played a lot. I knew what he was trying to she do, but I used to play games. To, <laughs> Cause she definitely would have been in my web too if she would have lied. Nigga, I was too player for you. You crazy. I knew what was happening. <laughs> Not too player. Player. Mm-hmm. You know I already saying? knew what was happening. It was the I get too drunk. I'm finna go to this nigga house because I can't go to mama's house. <laughs> you know Ooh. what I'm saying? I do love and I'm always and I always a gentleman, you know what I'm saying? Okay, my thing was, yes, I treated women wrong sometimes, but I didn't disrespect women. He threw all the parties. He had all the all the best girlfriends. How you best friends with every bitch on campus? I, I'm best friends. Me and Jatasia best friends. Like I'm just friends with females. Right. Like he, I told you, he just smooth with it. He just it smooth is. with it. Like you'll never expect it. And you, when you found, like when I found out, Ernest had like some images out <laughs> back in high school. I was like, oh my god. I never After that Sigma expect. ball, when I figured it out, after I went to that Sigma ball with you, I started getting different levels of attention, even at state. And I was like, this is different. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, yeah. Like, everyone would come home and even see you or pop up. I'm just like, this different. Like, I'm like, That's you, got, you got to, you can't, you can't give everybody everything up front though. You gotta wait to find I thought he you know was saying? just this nice young man and he was, I am a nice I young man. Don't get it twisted. That was the old you. Oh yeah, I w- I was nice back then. It's just that I was immature. I feel like you did exactly what every boy I mean he never disrespect me would want to do. I didn't disrespect no women. You know what I'm saying? I just I liked it to have sex, of course. And I was fat, so I couldn't be like, hey, look at me, I'm sexy. I had to like talk to you and grab your mind and yes. have you thinking like, I like you him. I don't know why. Smooth as but I like him. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? That was my, that's my game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So my shit was probably worse than a lot of niggas because I had you thinking with your with your yep. heart. You know what I'm saying? You and know niggas- what I'm saying? But, they see you as competition. And that's a good point too. Niggas didn't see me as competition. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's funny. But nigga, I was a sniper. Smashing they baby. <laughs> Smashing baby mamas, you right. American sniper. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I gotta find out you've been delivered. My toxic story just happened last year. What? Yeah, let's say that. Let's move off of me and my toxic it's, ways. It's going to be a year in about, what's the day, day? The second or the first? It's going to be a year in about 20-something days. But uh, I was single, parlaying. I was Don Juan Daddy Snatcher. And I had this partner who had been my partner since I was 18 years old. And he was 21 at the time. Okay. So, you know, we have our situationships. I was, I've been single that whole time. He would dibble and dabble in relationships. Um, and then I would respectfully just leave him alone when he would get in a relationship. But 
there was the last time he got into a relationship before the toxic shit. He didn't tell me that he was in this relationship because it was with a young lady I grew up with in my neighborhood and our neighborhood is pretty close. So he didn't tell me he was with her. I had to find out the hard way and I chewed into him. I'm like, bro, like we're friends first. Like, yeah, we fucking, but we're cool. Like, Hmm. let me know. Like, I'm not going to be mad at you. And he was like, all right, I would never do nothing like that to you again. I'm like, okay. So then he breaks up with her and then we start fucking again. Like we always do. And then we was having a good little run last summer. Nice little run. Um, And out of nowhere, he, he asked for something out of character. Mind you, we've been having sex since I was 18. I'm 27 now. Well, I was 26 at the time. And he was like, you want to make a video on your phone so you can have perfect for, um, you can have possession of it. And I'm like, oh, well, fuck it. Let's do it. So we make a little video on it. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was cool. It was a nice little video. You know? It was a nice little video. Um, so <laughs> this was like... I should have said so myself. <laughs> I should have said so myself. I'm like, damn, you be doing that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> But um, this was like July. So fast forward to September around his birthday. I wake up one morning and I was at my friend's uh, wedding the day before and we got drunk after the wedding and we all hung over in the living room waking up on the floor and shit. And I look at my phone and I have like five text messages and that's not the norm. Because mind you, I'm still single at that time. And, you know, like nobody's usually texting me in the morning. I look at it and it's a group chat my cousin had created and she was like, did you know that so-and-so is in a relationship? Because everybody knew I was, you know, messing with him, like my close friends and stuff. I'm like, I had no idea. She shows a screenshot of the girlfriend saying happy birthday and all this. My cousin then tells me this is a very nice young lady. She's very sweet. I know her personally. I feel like you should tell her. So I'm like, oh. no. No, I can't do that. That's breaking code, right? Cool. So then another friend of mine, she comes up to me. She was like, hey, did you know so-and-so is in a relationship? Outside of my cousin telling me. I'm like, yeah, my cousin just told me this morning. Then that friend says, I think you should say something. But I'm using the term friend with this second person very loosely. This is just somebody I know. I know her to be very messy. So I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't know the young lady. You know what I'm saying? I hope he's not cheating with other people, but I'm going to just fall back. I'm not going to talk to him no more. And as far as him and I, we have nothing else to talk about. Because if y'all remember, the last time he was in a relationship and lied, he promised he wouldn't do that to me no more because we was friends. So later on in the day, we all out to breakfast with my friends because, you know, she got married the day before and we was having a good time. And then I get a text message from a number that's now saved in my phone. And it's the girlfriend. And she said, my name had been brought to her attention by somebody. I'm pretty sure it was the second friend that reached out to me, the messy bitch. I just want to know if it's true. I just want to know if it's true. And I was like, I ain't got nothing to tell you. You have a blessed day. So then she started cussing me out. Ooh, player. And it could have just been because I had time or I was still drunk from the night before. But I never... He was asking for it. It wasn't the whole no. video. It was just a nice little screenshot just to show him in his room with his with my toes in his mouth. So, <laughs> but that was very toxic. What? That was very toxic. I felt bad. Uh, needless to say, I, I didn't. I already made my mind up. I did not want to be cool with him anymore. So, damn. 
Yeah, that was pretty proud. So you broke sis heart. Man, and his nigga got a picture with the toe. Hey, long story short, I guess I didn't break it too bad because they having a baby and I'm happy for him, I guess. But oh, I okay. word Ooh. on the street is he's still cheating. So, Ooh. shout out to him. Hey, it is not once a cheater, always a cheater. Cheaters can be. They can reformed. be. They definitely can. Be. I believe that. Living witness. Better let him know, bro. Living witness. <laughs> I believe that. All right. <laughs> I don't have a tolerance for cheating. I don't either. And I make that very clear because mm-hmm. I'm not a cheater. I'm too loyal to be cheated on, so I don't have a tolerance I for it. I would have been cheating out here. Sonetta would have shot me and shit. Nigga would have been crazy. I've never cheated. Well, granted, I've only been in two relationships and one in my main adult life, but I've never cheated and I don't have a desire and I don't tolerate cheating either. I ain't got time. Nigga, I didn't cheat it in every relationship I didn't ever been in. Now that I think about it. Cheating and didn't even know I was cheating before, so. Wait, what? Like, you know how, like, some people, like, you could be in a relationship with some, a situationship with somebody, and they feel entitlement to you, and you be doing your own thing, and then they figure out what the fuck you doing, and they are mad. Like, I was like, oh, shit, we in a relationship? Oh, okay. Well, now that you know. (laughs) Now that I know. But, that was on accident. Cheating do happen on accident. I'm just letting y'all know that now. <laughs> Facts. Hell yeah, I agree. I'm in total agreement with that. He's gonna have no accident though. <laughs> no, just play. All right, we're gonna go ahead and end the podcast there. Give him y'all hit ups. Let them know where they can find y'all. If y'all got anything going on, please promote yourself. Um, you can find me on Facebook mostly, Snapchat, Jantasia Tatum. Um, what I got going on. I'm booking parties right now. So if you guys are in need of a celebration, decorations for your celebration, let me know. She is absolutely amazing. All that shit you see on Pinterest and you be wondering like, how does this shit look like that? Because this looks amazing. She can do all that shit. She's fucking amazing. She should really be like doing homes and get into interior decorating like i really should interior decorating (laughs) movie sets you should be doing all of that dining room bossy as hell thank you friend yes (laughs) everything she's amazing hit her up this was a lovely copacetic hour it was my pleasure this is not a g i'm out um check me out with moose wigs by not a g i do mobile bartending I do any type of engagement. You can provide the liquor or I can provide the liquor however you want to do it. Um, I create um, personalized cocktails. Um, I love to create the mood. I love to get the vibe going. Um, yeah, so most definitely check me out at ByCY on Twitter. So, yeah, this was my pleasure. Hit her up. This shit is excellent. Hit her up. All right, you can find me on Facebook. I'm Shadana, but on Facebook, I'm Shay Lewis, S-H-A apostrophe. Space L E W I S. Um, still working on the podcast, working on my partner to be in tune with me. I'm on chapter 30 of my book, so that will be released very soon, hopefully. Um, it's gonna be like a cool ass thriller with some black characters that we all gonna love. Y'all gonna love it. So cops got shirt. Very, very, very talented too, man. Thank very you. Very talented. That right shit. Um, but I'm DQ. Um, you can hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, or Snapchat. I really don't fuck with Facebook too much, but uh, DQ underscore 11. 
Um, right now, uh, still got the group home going, going very, very strong. Dream living group home. Also, if you know anybody whose home is in foreclosure, I'm real estate investing as well. So I buy all types of homes, big, small, whatever you got. So um, if if that's something that you that you need assistance with, or you know somebody, I know a lot of people they they kind of want to be discreet if they have situ if they are in situations like that. You can email me at dreamliving llc at gmail.com mm. facts hit him up hit him up that's what's up and i am your host five you can catch me at notorious underscore big underscore e or hit up the podcast instagram at the copacetic hour or the podcast twitter at copacetic hour keep hitting our email up at the copacetic hour at gmail.com or visit our website the copacetic hour.com And we're going to leave you with our mantra. Please protect your peace, secure your wealth, and define your destiny. This is the Copacetic Hour. Peace. You're tuning in to the Copacetic Hour. This is the Copacetic Hour.